We uh, we've had that report come out about Uvalde, which is well, sort of ridiculous. But joining me now to talk about that from InvestUSA.org is Michael Letts. Michael, you have a uh, how, how long? How big is your background in law enforcement? Thirty-two years. Thirty-two years now. Um, why did we have to have a report as big as the DOJ did? When they had, what was it, 147 officers in a hallway in Uvalde at a door that was not locked with a rampage killer in a room with children. Why did we have to, why did we, why did it take this long to do a report about this and what could they possibly say that takes 600 pages to say? <laughs> well, yeah, I love the way you put it, Bill, because quite frankly, there is no answer for that in this sense. The report's not even complete. Here, here is one key element that they left out of the report is that, first of all, the assailant had stated on the Internet that he was going to uh, attack a school. Now, he didn't state that 10 seconds before it happened. That was 48 hours before it happened. Here is one of the points that DOJ needs to be aware of in all of his reports, okay? All active shooter reports. Every active shooter situation has had precursors beforehand, 24 to 48 hours. They get on the internet and can't help themselves. And I'm so mad, I'm gonna do this and do that in the next couple of days. Now, remember the FBI is supposed to be monitoring, because you know they are, they're monitoring conservatives, I can tell you that. If you say anything about uh, January 6th or MAGA or anything along those lines, they've got a file on you already started. So they should, they had the capacity. Anytime somebody says, I'm gonna do a mass shooting, to immediately peg it, and to immediately notify local law enforcement and the feds in that area just to go by and say, hey, saw you posted this. I want to let you know we're watching. want to let you know we're checking to see what firearms you have. They could easily have thwarted it. You understand what I'm saying? Right. None of that was addressed in this report. What was addressed in this report is what we all knew for a fact. First of all, we had incompetency. Second of all, because of the fact you've had uh, such Black Lives Matters, Antifa and others, the defund the police movement, putting everybody on edge, on alert about what to do or not to do. Nobody wanted to take the, uh, the, the lead role. And thirdly, they all disregarded their training. We have for years now, in the initial time, decades ago, when you had a active shooter call, which was somebody that had a rifle or an automatic weapon, you, are, you, you as a responding officer were ordered to clear the scene. In other words, keep people away from it and wait for SWAT. We revised those standards years and years ago. Now when there's an active shooter, you're immediately to engage. You're it. You know, hopefully you get back up, but you're immediately to engage. And so that's what should have happened here. But nobody wanted to engage because of the fact that they were scared. And then the fact of the matter is that they didn't know if they would get in trouble. By doing that, I don't know how you get in trouble by abiding procedures. And so they all sat around and kind of pointed the finger. Who wants to go in first? Not me. How about you? And nobody provided leadership. Yeah. So that was the problem. But I think the funny part about what you said is it took them 600 pages to address everything except for what, of course, affected them. Now we're going to talk about their failures, trying to point the blame. And the blame is very simple. The blame falls on the mass media for having created a scenario where cops are scared to do their job because they're scared they're going to get sued. 
we have a um, climate situation in this country where there is no leadership. And we have law enforcement that try to be politically correct. All those are recipes for disaster, which is what you had here. But like I said, the most important thing about it that they didn't even address, Bill, was there was a precursor to this. Right. Why didn't you do anything about it? And well, it, it never came up. Here's my question, right? In the modern era, the rampage shooting that really grabbed everybody's attention the first time it happened was Columbine. Correct. Now, after we had those uh, planes parked in the skyscrapers, we put air marshals in place. Correct. Right? Maybe not on every flight, but the, the, the specter of that was out there. And we reinforced the, we reinforced the, uh, the cabin getting into the pilot's cockpit. And we did everything we could to make sure that doesn't happen again. And it has not happened again. Right? We got other issues with airlines, but, you know, not, th- not that particular one. Uh, with banks, banks have armed guards on hand. Everything out there is has an armed. I mean, you can't go to. I can't carry a weapon into the uh, Williams Bryce Stadium because of the threat. But at schools, we just we just leave it as a big, soft, open target all the time. And then when it happens, we're all sitting out there going, "Harump, harump!" We must get rid of guns. When in <laughs> fact, I mean, I honestly think they do this so that rampage shootings will occur, and we'll all sit back and be horrified by it. I agree. They do that for their narrative. Remember, their narrative is to control the American people. Can't control the American people if they're armed, so we've got to continue to create scenarios where people take arms or bad. You know, the sad part about this a couple of times, because remember, I was very familiar with this case. Went out there, actually. Um, a couple of things that most people don't really realize is when it first occurred, okay, and the, and the assailant was making his way towards the door, he didn't had shot anybody yet, okay? But he had a rifle, all right? I mean, that's kind of you. You're not walking into school, you know, moving and moving your gun around, you know, because you're, you're coming there to get show and tell, all right? Yeah. Like, yep, first yep. thing in the morning. Officer happened to pull up on the scene, pulled his weapon, radioed over on his shoulder, assailant inside. Do I have permission to fire? Nobody responded. So the assailant went on in and killed everybody, killed, killed 29 people. Here is the point. Two things. I criticize the officer, and I've always cared about doing that because I, I know what it's like to be in those situations, the adrenaline running and that kind of thing. But you need to drive home to your officers. You do what's right, period. I'll take the flack if there is any afterwards. That officer shouldn't have had to radio that in. He should have radioed in as he was drawing his weapon, assailing in sight, you know, shots fired, boom, taking him out right then and there. That would be the end of it. Second of all, you can tell how important it was to the leadership when the call went in. Nobody responded. I mean, you talk about a failure, and then, of course, it just went downhill from there. Once he was inside, then the initial officers on the scene rushed in and said, hey, let's go. Oh, no, 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 no. I think we better wait. You know, they're telling me they're, they're the police uh, district. You remember the, the, uh, law, the school system had its own police force at that time. Right. You know, the police chief here has not signed off on yet. He's here, but he's not signed off on what to do. We're all to stand down. Right. But then you had yes, a couple I... officers that were, you know, state officers who said, the hell with this, we're going in. No, you're not. You know, where it's protocol, there's standard. And what somebody should have said is looked at it and said, I don't give a damn about protocol. We're going to save kids. I'm going in. Boom. That would have been the end of it. We would have taken them out after just a few had been uh, uh, been shot. Nobody was willing to take a bad vote. And why is that? 
because we've created such a climate that people are scared to do the job. Yeah. And that, that is a shame, which is one of the things I appreciate about President Trump. He has said one of his first actions in office will be to make sure that it is clearly understood nationwide that police have immunity. You do your job. You protect the people. Somebody wants to sue about it or complain about it later, we'll figure it out later, but you're going to be protected. Yep, do that first. That's the only way you get the job done. Bill. Indeed. Running out of time, Michael. Thank you for joining me again. Thank you, Bill. God bless. God bless America. Yes, sir. When we get back, now that DeSantis is out, the Democrats, all this thing that they say they've been wanting, here it comes. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.